Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. Today we're celebrating the Feast of the Elevation of the Cross. Uh, And we celebrate the cross at many times throughout the year, uh, especially during Holy Week when we consider, you know, the place of the cross uh, in the, especially in the, the life of Jesus. But the elevation of the cross today and, and the procession of the cross into our midst and our veneration of it um, reminds us on this feast of the place of the cross in our own lives, how our Lord Jesus Christ has saved us and saved the whole world through his crucifixion. So today's epistle reading is from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. And in it, he tells us that the word of the cross is folly or foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. He goes on to say later that the cross seems to be weakness to the Jews who look for signs and miracles. He says the Jews demand signs and the Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Now, our reading stops short, but the next verse in the letter is is also like a beautiful conclusion. It says, for the power, or sorry, for the weakness of God is stronger than men, and the foolishness of God is wiser than men. So, he's speaking here about the word of the cross, or we could say the message of the cross. And we take the cross for granted, you know, those of of us who have grown up just in Western culture, we learn about the cross even if we aren't people of faith. Uh, It's a symbol, we probably know the basic meaning of the cross in the Christian faith. For Christians, we adore the cross, we love the cross as the source of our salvation, we honor the cross, we you know, hang it at the front of the church and we display it on our vestments. But if we are to step back and think about what the cross, how the cross appeared to ancient people, we can understand better what St. Paul is talking about here. Because the cross in the ancient world, in the Roman Empire, was the most humiliating and excruciating form of punishment devised by those empire builders. And it was such a terrible form of death that Roman citizens uh, had the privilege of being immune from crucifixion. So they never crucified Roman citizens. It was non-Romans. It was the oppressed people who, when they, you know, committed a crime or maybe even just expressed some opposition to Roman rule, 
were displayed publicly in agony sometimes for days until they died. So the cross is a, was a symbol in ancient times of agony, of humiliation especially. Um, and in this context, we can see why perhaps Greeks would have viewed the cross and the message of the cross, the preaching of the cross by the Christian church as foolishness. Because the apostles proclaimed that this one who had been humiliated and who was forced to endure such agony, that this very one is God. The Greeks couldn't understand it. Because according to the, the wisdom of this world, the very best thing about being God is that you're in control. And no one can do anything to you. <laughs> you're the one who does things to other people. Right? Zeus with his lightning bolts. Um, the, the gods create. The gods uh, provide. The gods empower. The gods demand respect. But the Christian message is that our God came and visited us not demanding respect, but giving himself over to humiliation. So you can see why the Greeks would have seen it as foolishness. But for us, it represents wisdom. St. Paul says in today's reading, that in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom. Meaning through their worldly wisdom. You know, that focus that we have on power and on respect and on dignity and honor and worship, that actually has nothing to do with God. That has everything to do with us in our sinful humanity, those are the kind of things that we seek after in our sin. Those are the kind of things that, that we demand, that we value. And the human race, when it had departed from God in the beginning, gradually sought to recreate God in our own image. And that's where all of the that worldly philosophical thinking about what it means to be divine, what it means to be a God, that's where that came from. Is human beings thinking, well, if I were a God, this is how I would be. And so that worldly wisdom did not lead us to understand God any better. In fact, it took us away from God. Christ came and in love, what is the, we have to think about what does the cross represent? Uh, the cross shows us that God, when he came to us, was willing to endure anything in order to be with us, to remain with us. 
He was willing to suffer anything at our own hands just in order to restore that relationship which we had walked away from in the beginning. He put himself into humanity's hands. And the result of that was predictable. Humanity who rebelled against God in in the beginning could not tolerate God in its midst, could not tolerate the word of God coming forth from his mouth. And this ended in his being humiliated and executed in this terrible way. But by accepting that, when, as he says, he could have called legions of angels to come and destroy not just those who were uh, threatening him, those who were uh, judging him, not just to destroy them, but to destroy the entire human race, and it would have been exactly what we would have deserved. And yet he didn't act in that way, which is what we would expect with our idea, our worldly idea of of God. But he came to demonstrate perfect love. Remaining with us regardless of the cost. And by so doing, he showed us who God really is. As we read in the first epistle of St. John, God is love. This is something that the philosophers couldn't fathom in their hours of contemplation. But that Christ reveals for us in the most perfect way on the cross, and he introduces us to the very nature of God, which is love. Likewise, St. Paul says that the cross appears to be weakness to worldly eyes. Think about it. How did the Jews expect their Messiah to come? They expected him to come with power in order to overthrow their oppressors and establish a worldly kingdom. And we can see throughout the Gospels how often the people demanded signs and miracles from Christ. Prove yourself by, you know providing us with miraculous food, by healing our sick, by driving out demons. They focused on uh, the worldly benefits that God can give. And so that's why after receiving him uh, in triumph on Palm Sunday, after he was arrested, they all turned from him because they thought, well, This isn't the guy we expected. This isn't the the person of power, of divine power, who will rescue us. And when Christ was hung on the cross, he appeared to be uh, completely powerless. Completely powerless. You know, someone who was taken uh, and stripped of his clothes and beaten and uh, let out carrying, you know, uh, carrying this burden and not able to carry this burden and passing it off to Simon of Cyrene and hanging there naked then, being nailed naked to this instrument of torture. It's a vision of powerlessness to worldly eyes. But what was Christ doing on that cross? 
he was, <clears throat> he was renewing humanity. As uh, I was reading the pre-communion prayers this morning, um, I came across that phrase in the first of the prayers, that by his blood he has renewed the human race. By his cross he demonstrated to us that humility, that love, that obedience. He modeled it for us perfectly those things which we needed in order to be saved, in order to be reconciled to God, in order to live life abundantly as God wishes us to do so. He modeled for us that love, that humility, that obedience, which are the core of righteousness. But he didn't just model it. But he, by enduring these things on our behalf, he empowered us Uh, to change in that direction. To be transformed. Taking his life into ourselves as we're about to do at Holy, uh, Holy Communion, which is all made possible because he was willing to die on the cross. And it's revealed to us who know him as God that this was because he wished it to be so. As we heard in today's gospel, Jesus said to Pilate, you would not have power over me unless it was given to you from above. Meaning by God. Meaning by me. Jesus himself gave Pilate that power over him. But by doing so, he was able to accomplish something undreamed of by worldly minds, refashioning human nature from the inside out, restoring human nature to that sinless, you know, that pristine sinlessness which we were created to, to, to know. So today we celebrate the glorious power and wisdom of the cross that has led to our salvation. Uh, Let us put our faith in Christ and intensify uh, our lives of of prayer and service to God so that the the power of that Christ might, in fact, uh, lead us to salvation, renew us, and bring us the fullness of life. To our Lord Jesus Christ, Savior of our souls and of the whole world, be glory, honor, and worship, together with his Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Set up.